0: blog talk radio good morning you are listening to nabwick the national association of black women in construction blog talk radio show founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry nabwick is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members
1: Well, good morning. This is Jackie Perry, your host for NABWIC Talks on this wonderful Wednesday. I am the CEO of J. Perry & Associates, as well as a technology firm called Data Architect. And I am so very glad to be your host this morning. Last week, we had a great show, just recapping some of our annual meeting, the NABWIC annual meeting, which was held in Atlanta on the other week, and we featured interviews with some of our, our guests. And one of our highlights we experienced during the meeting was the presence of several young women from the Memphis, Tennessee area who are embarking on a thrilling adventure of starting a new Navic chapter there. So we are very, very excited to have as one of our guests, uh, one of those young ladies from the Memphis area, Ms. Pam Lee, And we're going to be talking NABWIC Talks New Beginnings with Pam Lee. She's the CEO of All Girls Trucking and Construction, LLC, and also a single mother of three, two adult sons, and a 16-year-old daughter. Uh, She's a businesswoman of over 20 years. She's also a proud welfare-to-work program success story. And we're going to hear a little bit more about that. She's the owner-executive director of Cooper Cottage School, and not only that, as I mentioned earlier, the CEO of All Girls Trucking and Construction. Now, Ms. Lee was recognized as a former student and graduate of the Memphis Urban League as a transformation to success story, and she was also named a community influencer in 2018. And not only that, she was a candidate for the Memphis City Council on last year, and uh, that's how she became acquainted with with NADWIC. But we are so excited to have Miss Pam Lee here as our guest this morning on Nadwick Talks: New Beginnings with Pam Lee, and we're just anxious to hear her story. So, good morning, Pam. Good morning, Jackie. Well, as I said, Pam, I am so excited. I enjoyed meeting you a couple of weeks ago at NABWIC's annual meeting there in Atlanta, Georgia. And when I met you and some of the other ladies, we just knew that we had to have you on our show uh, this week. So thank you for giving us a little bit of your busy time. Uh, just to be with <laughs> us as our <I> guest today.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Jackie, for even considering me and and uh, considering those of us from the new, the newest chapter, and we're not formed yet, <laughs> uh, but the newest uh, beginning chapter to uh, Nabwick. We're so excited, and uh, and so we we're we're glad to be able to be a part of this.
1: Well, once again, we're excited, too, and we're going to jump right in because usually what happens when we have an exciting guest like yourself, uh, we think we have Mm -hmm. a lot of time and it just goes so quickly. So first of all, tell us, I read a little bit of your bio, you know, that was just a summary, Mm -hmm. but take Mm -hmm. a moment and tell us a little bit of who you are in terms of your own background and how you came to do what you're doing now.
2: Well, you know, Jackie, if I could be very honest and open um, about who I am, where I come from, and how I've uh, gotten to the point that I am today. So I had my first child when I was 20 years old, and uh, I was a welfare mother. And out of that, um, I realized the struggles of taking care of a child with, with uh, you know, no job, no real income. And I was always a really enthusiastic person. Um, I didn't know what that interview was that I had, but after I had my son I went back I went to college and while in school one of my, my professors was a black man and uh, he's deceased now and he pulled me aside after one of the assignments in the business class and he said, Look, he said, Pam, you don't belong here He said, You're one of those people that has what's called an entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit he said if you stay here we're going to corrupt you we're going to corrupt that spirit and you'll start to think like everybody else he said don't tell anybody that I told you this he said but you need to roll he said withdraw from here and go be you and uh I was, I was 19 uh 19 when he told me that and the first thing I did, Jackie, was go to find out what the heck was entrepreneur because I was straight from, from you know, the ghetto, the hood. Nobody in my family was an entrepreneur. I hadn't really heard of the word. So I went and figured out what an entrepreneur was, and, and it registered to me. It resonated in my spirit. And uh, and so from there, I, I knew I had to be the best of whatever that was inside of me. And I went to, uh, because I was on welfare, I went and enrolled in the Urban League computer training center program, and that was one of the welfare work programs that that, uh, they offered here in in Memphis, and I took that course, I graduated, and I graduated with computer knowledge. Um, A Part of the course work was uh, understanding how to be a business person, and that just felt so good to me, like we learned how to dress, you know, uh, business, casual, career, we learn how to speak properly, and so that really intrigued me. And from there is, uh, is when I began my journey into entrepreneurship. And, uh, and so today, uh, I'm 20 years in business um, as uh, the uh, executive director and owner of Cooper County School, which is a preschool um, and daycare center. Been uh, owning that now for uh, right at 20 years. I've actually been in the child business for about 22 years, and um, and so that was my beginning. I, I really just taught myself business. So back when I started, I'm I'm 52 now, Jackie. So when I started this journey, I was 19, 20 years old, and there was no Internet. There was no Google. So much of what I learned was, not, you know, going to the library. I didn't have a car then, so it was catching a bus, you know, going to seminars, uh, finding out about the Black Business Association here in Memphis, I was just hungry. I was hungry for information. I was hungry, you know, to understand what what an entrepreneur was. And so I I did the work. I did the, the groundwork for years. And uh, and so after eight years of researching, trying, learning the childcare industry, which is where I first started, um, my my real first entrepreneur experience. Um, After eight years of research and doing that, I finally was able to acquire um, Cooper Cottage School, which I bought as an existing uh, child care center. So that's kind of how I began my journey um, as an entrepreneur.
1: Wow, that is so incredible, the fact that, like you said, you started out as a young person uh, with a great deal of determination, apparently, and a never-give-up spirit, and here you yes. are now starting from nothing, and you've actually now acquired the uh, the facility that you own today. So that yes. that's yours, and you're still running the Cooper facility, uh, the, the child right. care facility. So, no, that yes, is ma'am. such a wonderful thing. So, and I imagine there's lots of stories that you have to share in between there, like you said, you were a young person, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. coming off of welfare, you know, having to go with the challenges of having uh, transportation. But I imagine mm-hmm. despite the obstacles and the challenges, you were able to overcome all of them.
2: Yep. Kudos Thank you, to you. <laughs> well, Thank you. Let me
1: ask you this. So you, and it's interesting, too, something else you said, though, how that uh, teacher was able to recognize that entrepreneurial spark in you. And so he mm-hmm. was able to give you some hard coaching advice that some mm-hmm. people could have taken the wrong way, but you didn't. Right. And you said, hey, yeah, you may be right. I can do something about this. Mm-hmm. And so you heeded yeah. his words and and started looking into entrepreneurship and finding that mm-hmm. that, indeed, you did have an entrepreneurial bent. And so yeah. you went out with a thirst to learn everything that you can learn. So yes, uh, right. that that's a wonderful thing. Well, let me ask you this now. So twenty years, you've been focused on a career in the childcare industry, and of mm-hmm. course, now as your bio mentioned, you are the CEO of All Girls Trucking and Construction. <laughs> so, what made you want to focus on the construction area as, I guess, another career? Because you're not totally out of the childcare industry, but here you are embarking on another career, another industry. <laughs> so, what made you want to focus there? You know, Jackie,
2: it, it's another strange story because I had no interest in construction. Never thought about it. Um, you know, just never appealed to me. And I, I, I actually. Got into the industry through trucking. Uh, my brother, back in 2007, my oldest brother um, decided to change his career and he wanted to be a truck driver. So he went to school, got his CDL license, and uh, one of our childhood friends was was uh, had a dump truck. And so after my brother got his CDL, he said, "Well, I want to, you know, I want to do, I want to drive a dump truck." And at that point, I had been in business several years. And I'm one of those people, I'm a real diehard entrepreneur. I'm a risk taker. And so when my brother, you know, said that to me, I said, well, okay, if you want to do that, I'll go buy a dump truck. And I did. I I went and bought a dump truck. I found a lady that was selling her dump truck, and I purchased the dump truck. And uh, my brother was my first driver. That was how I really got into the business through uh, the dump truck business. Um, and then I went from the dump truck business, um, starting that in 2007. Um, when I ran for city council last year, I had no knowledge of, again, of construction, no knowledge of NABWIC. Um, and as a candidate, um, I, I'm a real strong faith believer. My My faith in my God is everything. And I don't think anything that happens in God is coincidental. So as a result of me running for city council, I thought I was running um, for the position because I needed to be in this seat to help my people and my community. But little did I know, I feel today like God allowed that to happen for me to meet the people that I've met that has introduced me to this industry. And the one person that was uh, the most important and crucial was I met Ms. Ann because of my my political um, run. And uh Miss Ann was introduced to me through uh Miss Deborah Thompson. Um and Miss Deborah Thompson was introduced to me by one of my classmates, Darrell Whiting, who was living in Jacksonville, Florida and had dealt with Miss Deborah through some uh political uh events prior. Um, uh, Miss Deborah mentioned, I guess, me to Miss Ann. Miss Ann called me early one Sunday morning. <laughs> Because mind you, I'm on central time, so we're hour ahead. And she called early one morning and uh and she just you know, she talked to me about, you know, you really we need political leaders for our black women and and she started talking about black women in construction and I was like, What is that? And she went on to explain it to me. And um and so she is the reason that uh I have become affiliated with NATWIC and Women in Construction. Um pro- after meeting Miss Anne, I met a, a young lady here in Memphis again while I was on the campaign trail, which was uh, a black woman in construction, and one of the very few I found out that were in the city. And after I talked to her and mentioned to her about Miss Ann and about NABWIC, um we just kind of had some some informal conversations about women in construction. And uh, after my campaign, I got a, got in contact again with Miss Ann, and I decided that. Uh, Miss Ann and and the young lady that I mentioned that's in that was already in construction. That is Vontina Durham, which is which is now our NABWIC of Memphis interim president. And uh, so I, me, Miss Ann, and uh, and Vontina got together a group of other women that were here in uh, construction. Miss Ann flew in. We sat down and had a conversation. She explained to us what NABWIC was. And that was the birth of uh, the, the Memphis Maverick uh, formation. That That is actually how I got into the whole construction business. So it was kind of a fluke. I didn't play in that. <laughs> hey, it's
1: Providence. <laughs> they it say it's Providence, not necessarily a fluke. And it's amazing to hear you recount all those events it's amazing to think what a small world it is you know from jacksonville mm-hmm. you know down to memphis mm-hmm. and the miss Ann that you're referring to for those of you who are listening in for the first time pam is actually referring to miss Ann mcneil the master builder as we refer to her as she is the founder of the national association of black women in construction and has been our leader for uh, several years overseeing more than 10 NABWIC chapters now all over the country. So, and she is a formidable individual as well, very charismatic and very impactful being a mentor and coach in our life.
2: You know, Miss Ann is the truth. I I mean, she is the epitome of uh, the essence. Of a black woman, when when you deal with her, you talk to her, and you see how she moves, and you get to understand all that she's juggling. Um, at the meeting, at the annual meeting a uh, week before last, I asked her, "How do you do it? You know, I, I'm a single mother juggling, you know, two or three businesses, and I'm I'm just worn out. And Miss Ann is older than me, and I was like, "Lady, when do you stop? And how do you do all of this? And uh, she graciously said, "Prayer, And the guidance of God. And uh, and so she has been a wonderful influence, Jackie. Um, you know, for us here, bringing about the Memphis chapter of MADWIC, she's been very instrumental. Um, she, she's available, um, you know, whenever we re- we have to reach out to her. Uh, but, but just all around a good person. And, you know, one of the things that she's always said from the beginning when I met her, and then I realized that's a part of you know, what she says is, People don't do business uh, with people just to do business. They do business with people that they like and that they trust. And uh, and so I felt that to be you know real for me in dealing with her and accepting uh, membership into Navweek because you know to be honest with you, when I first met Miss Ann, it was a phone conversation. Miss Ann. Sent me to LA, never have seen me, never have done any business with me, but she sent me to LA to the, uh, I think it was the Mayak conference, uh, the Minority Airport Conference or something like that. But she sent me there um, for me to get a chance to see what minority contractors look like and what they were and to be in that environment. And that spoke volumes to me of her integrity and trust in people and I felt like you know if this lady has never seen me and is willing to send me out you know out of to LA from Memphis um, to get a chance to get this exposure and see what the industry is about this is somebody that I, I need to to connect myself to and so uh, I've been you know involved with NADWIC, um ever since and it's, it's been several months now
1: Wow, that's great! And Anne is a great example. And but you must be again an amazing woman as well, Pam, because not only did Anne, uh, you mentioned again your uh, college uh, professor before, they were able to see something in you, see uh, potential, see some of those entrepreneurial characteristics that lead to success. And we're going to go to a brief commercial right now. But when we come back. I'd like for you to tell us, tell these young girls, because, again, you started your journey into entrepreneurship as a young person, as a Mm -hmm. single mother, as a person Mm -hmm. on welfare. Again, and as I mentioned before, probably a lot of other challenges too. So tell us about some of those characteristics. You mentioned you were uh, definitely a risk taker. Uh, But what other characteristics do you think – it takes to be a success in this interest industry. So we're going to have a commercial right now, and then we're going to come back okay. and we're going
0: to explore that question. Okay. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash n-a-b-w-i-c. Thank you, and we're back.
1: Yes, and we're back, and we are talking new beginnings with Pam Lee from Memphis yes. Tennessee, CEO of All Girls Trucking and Construction. So, Pam, again, there have been so many things that you have overcome as a young person to this point in time. And one of the things that we heard in the commercial is the fact that NAVIC focuses on the mission also of helping, supporting, uh, encouraging young girls to go into the construction in- industry, uh, STEM-related careers. So
0: based mm-hmm. on your
1: experience, what type of characteristics would you say, if you were talking to a young person, another young girl, young lady out there what would you tell her in terms of characteristics and skills that they should have in order to succeed just as a young person but also in this construction arena
2: you know jackie um a lot of what i see in myself i I'm, I'm still amazed at um but the one thing that i know that i had to have is determination i had I had absolute faith and determination. And I believe, um I believe the word of God when it says faith without works is dead. You know, we can pray all day for God to bless us and have these great things and have this good life, but there's something that you have to do. There's work that you have to do in order for those things to happen. And so for me, my both of my parents were uh they were they were just diehard workers. You know, they didn't have good money. They didn't have, you know, college education. They were just average domestic workers. And but I, I, I gained a great work ethic from my parents. And so for me, it was just about being determined. Um, one as a woman, um, because I never, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those persons that, you know, I'm always challenging myself. And and I don't, I don't pit well with just being stagnated so I was determined always to be successful at whatever I chose to do and be the best at it and so in order for me to do that jacking, I had to be determined I couldn't let people sway me you know there were those people along the way that laughed at me as a welfare mother when I was dreaming and saying I'm gonna be a business owner I'm on my own daycare you know, I'm going to have this money and I'm going to drive this car. And I can tell you, Jackie, now, you know, 20-plus years later, everything I said that I would do, I've done. Um, all of the accomplishments that I set out for myself, I've, I've completed. Um, but not only that, I began to reinvent myself, like, okay, I've accomplished this. I've overcome these things. What's next for me? Because I wasn't content with just, you know, the six-figure income, and owning one of the, the top childcare facilities in the city, I wanted more. I, I wanted to do something else. So I've always said, whatever I do, I'm gonna be a mogul. You know, I wanted to be, you know, like P. did and I'm always talking about being a mogul. So why can't I be a black businesswoman and a mogul in something? And so, just constant determination, you know, reinventing myself, and always reading, reading and researching. I didn't. I didn't. You know. There was a time in my life where I didn't party. I remember being called muddy because I would just sit in the house and you come in my room and bed. I mean on my bed were papers and books everywhere. I went to sleep on books. I woke up on books like literally. I taught myself. I was just determined to succeed. That's the biggest thing that I could tell them, you don't give up. You know, when my life got turned off, I still was going to be this woman. When I didn't have gas, when I got a car and didn't have gas in my car, I was still going to be this woman. When I was living in a Section 8 apartment, I was still going to be this woman. So I, I was determined. Like, you know, I even dressed at the at the time when I was on Welfare Jackie. I would dress like a business woman. I would walk around with a briefcase. You know what I'm saying? had nowhere to go. But I had on clothes like I was going to a business meeting because in my heart, that was who I was. That was what I was going to do. So, you know, in the streets we say in the streets we say you fake it till you make it. And the Bible says you call those things as though they were. Whichever one of those you choose was what I did. I did it until it hit it, it clicked and it happened and so today I can say that I'm living the life that I was determined to live.
1: Wow, that is great. So I heard you say several wonderful things that I hope People, young and old, were taken into consideration because you're saying you don't have to be a victim of your circumstance. You don't have to absolutely not on vices or something that may not be good for you. But I heard you say several things. You said determination, work ethic, really mm-hmm. to challenge mm-hmm. oneself, striving to mm-hmm. be the best, always striving to be the best. Mm-hmm. Don't be swayed by what other people say. And then yep. being willing to dream and reinvent yourself if you have to. And then the last mm-hmm. thing you talked about was continuous learning, always reading, always researching, again, mm-hmm. in an attempt to be the best that you can be. So all those things are wonderful things that I think we can take as advice for how to be successful. Now, let mm-hmm. me ask you this, because I know we're, we're running out of time, and there's actually several more questions I want to ask you. But everything that you've accomplished, what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment in your career so far?
2: The biggest accomplishment for me, Jackie, is um, transforming my life. Um, You know, nobody around me in my family, not in my immediate family, um, had done what I did. And so today, I, I can honestly say that I am a trailblazer for, for those around me. Um, I mentor a lot of young women. Uh, I mentor a lot of young people, period, because one of the things that I made, uh, I was intentional in doing is to make sure that I stayed in the hood for years after um, I opened my business and I, I, you know, was a businesswoman because I felt like they needed to see that light. They needed to see the success of, you know, somebody going to work and not just hustling in the streets and uh, all the negativity that we saw. And so the, the the proudest moment for me was when these young people come to me and they see me as this this giant of success. And although I don't feel like it, I still feel like, Every day I wake up I still feel like I'm 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 playing catch up to something. Like I'm trying to catch up. Like I'm I'm behind. I still have that drive. I still feel like I'm not there yet. Although people say I am, I don't feel like it. But to have these young people to you know, to look to me and feel like I got an answer or I, I got a you know, a way that I can show them how to get to where I did, that to me, Jackie, that transformation in my life is probably um, the, biggest, um, the biggest success for me is what I've done and being able to be that light for those that are coming behind me.
1: Well, thank you for being that role model, and I'm sure it means a lot to these young people. Again, it's for those that might be seeking a new beginning and just don't know how, to be able to see and hear and talk with a role model such as yourself has got to be a great benefit. So thank you for being that role model to others.
2: Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. A couple of more
1: questions. Uh, This is just so great. So (laughs) I want to know, because you mentioned that you read a lot and you research a lot, I want to know about your favorite book or author or what you might be currently reading. But let's talk a little bit about the Memphis area before we get into that. So uh, again, you shared about how you learned about NAVWIC through Deborah and Miss Ann and so uh, And you came to the annual meeting, and I'm sure that served you a lot of <laughs> additional knowledge. So help paint a picture of uh, – so Memphis. Actually, I've never been to Memphis, Tennessee. So tell me a little bit about what's, what's happening in the Memphis area. What kind of women are engaged in the Nadwick area so far? And sort of like what are your goals and plans for Nadwick in Memphis?
2: Well, um, let me tell you a little bit about Memphis. So, of course, you know we're a southern city, um, home of the blues. Everybody, you know, a lot of people know Memphis when you say Elvis or you say Beale Street. Um, Those are some of the the hot, you know, areas or or entertainment in the city. Um, But Memphis is is really, I love my city. And I think that there has been a lot of uh, untapped talent. In our city, especially when it comes to our women, black women, Um, our mayor, uh, Mayor Strickland, uh, although he's a white man, has been instrumental in making sure that minorities and black women are having the opportunities to be in construction um, by doing special set-asides for us uh you know, the minority women business uh, centers here in the city. So there's a lot of emphasis on, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe Memphis was, was rated one of, if not the number one, one of the top cities in the country for women uh, women in, in, in business. So the opportunities for women in, in our city of Memphis are vast, and they're great. The women that we are recruiting in into the Memphis leg of NABWIC, are mainly women that are in construction and trucking or some form of construction. So it doesn't have to directly be that, you know, you're building anything. But the one thing that I've learned in, in you know, studying NABWIC and in all of the different segments of construction is that there's so many vast parts uh to construction that we're not aware of. And that's one of the things that I'm pushing in our membership drive, and I'm also the membership chair for the Memphis, uh, the Memphis Area uh, Nabwick Association. Um, one of the things that I'm pushing and really trying to work drawing young people, our young women in, is construction is not what we're traditionally used to. And so I'm finding that, you know, there are jobs in suppliers supplying, you know, the, the buildings once they're they're built, whatever that may be. Um, cleaning those buildings after they're done. So there's so many other you know, ways that we can get into construction um, is what we're pushing here in Memphis. Um, and, and we have our first big meeting coming up, uh, I believe it's February the 26th, um, where we're going to have our first meeting for Memphis area NAVIC. And, uh And so we're looking to have, we've got a lot of Uh, Vontina has been very, very uh, attentive in making sure that we have a big kickoff. And so we're expecting, you know, local politicians, a couple of, I believe, our state reps. I believe Ms. Ann, uh, the founder of Natwick, will be here. A lot of the business people, uh, contractors, uh, one of the biggest is Turner, uh, contracting and construction. I know they'll be uh, at our our, uh, meet and greet. So we're we're kicking it off strong in Memphis, and, and let me say this, Jackie, to all of those other chapters that are already there, y'all better be scared of Memphis because we're coming hard. We are coming hard with our membership. We're coming in to show up and show out. I just want to make sure everybody, that everybody knows that it'll be prepared this oh is on the move.
1: <laughs> hey, I believe that. I believe we that. We can moon. see that momentum when you all were at the annual meeting. So that is totally great. <laughs> and and uh, and I just want to mention something to you, too. And, and it's wonderful that you all are starting and you're growing that chapter there. You're going to have your kickoff on February 25th, mm-hmm. or around about that date. Mm-hmm. And you're inviting so many great people in, including our our, our founder. And as you said, when you think about construction, it's so all-encompassing. As you Mm -hmm. mentioned, it could be people that are providing supplies and products, uh, doing cleaning Mm -hmm. services, any and all of the trades. And then when you think about the professional area, architecture, engineering, and even just contract management, contract compliance, all of those things, mm-hmm. you know, fallen and more fall into the arena. Account, yeah. It's yeah. it's so bad.
0: Okay. So yeah.
1: people have an opportunity to certainly be a part of this expansive organization in these cities like Memphis and yes. uh, South Florida and Tampa and Jacksonville, and Washington, and just all over mm-hmm. the country. So we are very proud of NAVA and we're very proud of what you all are doing. So, so that I don't run out of time or go too much over, let me get to my last question. And that is okay. your favorite book. What are you are you reading anything special right now? Maybe you got a favorite book or author or something that you're reading that you can share with our listeners right now.
2: Well, I tell you what, Jackie, I love anything in personal development. I, I just I do. But but my absolute favorite is Les Brown. Anything less brown, honey, I'm in love. I, I believe I've read everything less has out. I uh I enrolled in the Les Brown uh Institute. Um anything less has out, I'm I'm all for that. That that is that was uh Les Brown, um, Live Your Dreams and Think and Grow Rich were two of my first reads when I started my professional development at about nineteen or twenty. Um, but then I have an, another one that I so dearly love. I love Dennis Kimbrough. And uh, Dennis Kimbrough wrote uh, the, the Think and Grow Rich, uh, a black choice. So it was the Think and Grow Rich version um, for black people and how we can attain wealth um, in our communities. Um, so that was that's another one that uh, is a good read. And right now I'm reading... Uh, The Wealth Choice, which is uh, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires, and that one, too, is by Dennis Kimbrough. So anything personal development for me, you know, I I love anything that will help expand my mind and help me to grow.
1: Thank you for sharing that because personal development is really, really important, and that's why we always ask the question, too, because we figure that other listeners can benefit. If it's blessing you, it can bless somebody else. So thank you for sharing that. And Ms. Lee, before we close out, uh, it has been such a joy and pleasure just talking a little bit more intimately with you today to hear a little bit more about your background and your experiences and what some of your current goals are. So this has been wonderful. I want to ask if there's anything that you would like to share as last comments. To our listeners out there We really didn't give them a chance to ask Any questions I kind of bombarded That area but Let's have any last words That you might want to leave with our listeners Before we end our show
2: Yeah you know I would say Dream and dream big Um, Life is Limitless There are no limits to life The only limits that are set For us are those that we set Ourselves you can do, you can be, anything you can think of if you're willing to do the work. So dream big, work hard, and have an open arm of expectations for everything that you put out there, and the universe will pay you back what you put into it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I am absolute living proof coming from welfare, having several businesses now, all successful businesses and also, look for AgTech. That's my new company, All Girls Trucking and Construction. You're going to see pink laid out everywhere. We're going to show you what girls and women in construction look like. You know, real men wear pink too, but women wear it better. So look for that, All Girls Trucking and Construction. This just says no matter what you think, no matter what you desire, if you're willing to do the work, you can have it and you can be it.
1: Well, thank you for those last comments, Pam. That meant a lot to me, and I'm sure it did to our listeners as well. And to all of our network listeners out there, I hope you have enjoyed our guest, Pam Lee, as much as I did. Want you to tune in next week, same time, eight thirty, for another fabulous guest. But today we've been talking new beginnings with Pam Lee. Pam, thank you so much again for taking time thank out you of your busy schedule. Here certainly. Thank you. We'll see
0: you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.